Wow, hello, welcome to the Holy Baptist Church online service. It's great to have you with us. My name is Martin. I'm one of the ministers of the church and I just wanted to welcome you. But I just want to say that uh, if this is your first time here or if you've been coming for a while, we would love to make contact uh, with you. And the best way of doing that is for you to make contact with us and there's different ways you can do that firstly you can email us at join.in at hawleybaptist.org.uk you can just say hi say who you are and uh, we'd love to have a chat with you if you have any any particular prayer requests then there is a confidential prayer email which is prayer at hawleybaptist.org.uk and there are people there who just want to chat to you and pray for you regardless of whatever that situation uh, may be so do email us or you can find us on facebook just search for holy baptist church uh, in the facebook search bar uh, find our facebook page and do like our facebook page and then you will be kept up to date with anything that's happening uh, also you can message us through the facebook messenger bit of the uh, facebook page and just let us know that you're there and we'd love to once again uh, make contact and have a chat with you. The other way of doing it is to go to our website www.hawleybaptist.org.uk and you can go to the contact us section and click on uh, the section you want to contact us and uh, just fill out the online form and that will go to our administrator. So yeah, just let us know that you are there you can, if you're watching this live, feel free to write in the comments section below uh, and uh, we'd love to just greet you and welcome you and yeah, we'd love you to be part of our fellowship. Have a great day, enjoy the service and uh, hopefully one day I might be able to meet you face to face. Bye.
good morning everybody and welcome to Hawley Baptist Church online on this Sunday just after Christmas. We're still feeling festive in our outfits. Still got the shirt on. Yeah, and not too much dinner down it. Um, it's great to have you with us. Um, thank you to Dennis for uh, welcoming us again this morning. Um, we all love Dennis's playing and I really enjoyed the wise men on the keyboard this morning. So uh, thank you Dennis for that. We didn't have any join-in photos today. We use those um, on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it might be really nice this week. We thought if you wanted to send in a really quick video message of you saying Happy New Year. Yeah, it'd be great to have lots and lots of contributions. If you've never sent a photograph or a video in before, why not make it your New Year's resolution mm. to join in? Quick video of yourself with your camera saying Happy New Year and then just send it to join.in at hawleybaptist.org.uk. I will never ever remember. No, no, not at all. Uh, now this this year has been um, a Christmas that's uh, very different to most people. I'm guessing just about uh, everybody. And um, for us, we thought it'd be a good idea if you'd like to put into the comments section something that you did differently, or maybe for the first time this Christmas. So just write in a short comment, and it'd be good to see what everybody else has been up to this year. Um, as a family, we did a Zoom quiz, and um, part of that quiz was you were given five minutes to recreate a photograph that was sent to you. So um, I'm not sure the church are ready for this. Well, if they're ready or not, here's a couple <laughs> of quick examples of photographs that we were given and then our recreation of them. Um, it was good fun and our house is now in chaos with every Absolutely. drawer open um, following that. But Christmas has also been, um, I guess in some ways, the same. We've done the same things. Uh, we always watch The Queen Absolutely. and um, we did again this year. Yeah, I loved her dress this year. I loved that purple. Um, wasn't sure about the brooch. I thought it looked like a jellyfish sitting on her. Uh, up here, but apparently it was very special. I didn't even notice she was wearing a brooch. Apparently, apparently it was the Queen Mother's and it was meant to be a shell or something, but I thought it was like a jellyfish. I thought what was really nice about the Queen's speech <laughs> was the fact that she used the the, the, the parable of the Good Samaritan. Um, um, her, her faith um, came out very clearly and I think that's um, a really good um, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's look at the answers then. Thanks for your comments in the chat about things you've done this year uh, differently. So uh, in the top five that we've researched, uh, coming in at number five is crafting and baking. Apparently people have been making more things and cooking more, baking more. Not me. No, not you. No, that's not your fault. No. Uh, number four, uh, more people this year went for a bike ride or a walk on Christmas Day. Yeah, we yeah. did do that. Yeah, we, we went did. out for a walk on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. first time for years. Yeah, yeah saw nice. the prize. Yeah. who were also out for a walk on Christmas yeah. Day. So that was great. Um, number three, the thing that someone's done differently this year, and this is great, is to lend a hand to someone else. And it's probably worth mentioning at this point, a huge thank you and well done to Jill Martin and her team who cooked uh, 40 to 45 lunches at the church mm. and, um, and distributed to people um, that would enjoy them. So um, well done, Jill, and everybody that um, gave up their Christmas morning to cook and deliver and, um, and all those sort of things. So brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, coming at number two is more online shopping. We've had to do more online shopping, haven't we? Uh, I actually did some online shopping for the first time this year, I think, ever. I think you did. Um, and number one is the use of Zoom or something similar. And I think, you know, lots of us this year used Zoom for the first time. Yeah. And it was great, actually. It was a bit like having people in the room with us. Yeah, yeah it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did work. work, yeah. So, coming up um, for the rest of the, the service, we've got um, the last in our series of Unexpected Christmas. 
and uh, Rob is bringing the message to us uh, with the title of Unexpected Saviour. So looking forward to that. Oh, we've, got, we've got a game from Connected that's got a very, very loose link to that theme. Loose link, but great fun. So yeah, we've got a poem and we've got some prayers and we've got some, some songs. Some songs, yeah. Um, yeah, and we've also, uh, the first song is a song from Martin and Jen. They said they wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, but I think they don't know that I've stolen this from one of their Friday night sessions. So uh, we've got that coming up. Before that, let me read to you. Let me read a, a well-known verse, um, part of the Christmas story from Luke. And when the angel came to the shepherds and the angel said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Christmas. Father, we thank you for all that Christmas brings. But Father, most of all, we thank you for Jesus, our saviour. Father, we thank you for your rescue plan to send Jesus at Christmas time. Father, we give you thanks in his name. Amen. Amen. So over to Martin and Jen, and we'll see you at the end. Bye. Bye. Joy to the world, the Lord is
excited I am on ecstatic to be here ecstatic was a scramble, wasn't it? <laughs> but I was most bowled over by the bowl.
two shepherds in the fields below glad tidings do we bring a bright star lit the heavens to light the wise men's way to the baby in the manger who was born on christmas day and all who gather round him rejoice and praise his birth for the babe the king named jesus is our saviour Oh, here the 
Luke 2, verse 22 to verse 40. When the time of their purification according to the law of Moses had been completed, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. The child's father and mother marvelled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Good morning everyone and I hope you've had a, a good Christmas um, despite the current situation. Uh, maybe you've had the chance to catch up with family, uh, friends, spend a bit of time with them either remotely or in person. I hope that's been the case. One more way or another it's certainly been an unexpected Christmas and of course we have no idea um, what the new year will bring. Life is full of uncertainty. I think we just became more aware of that in 2020. And as we go into 2021, I'm very aware that there will be many people, uh, maybe you're one of them, who are facing uncertainty around jobs and incomes and how to pay the next bill. 
these are difficult times. We can perhaps be swept up and feel overwhelmed by events when the unexpected happens. There's a programme on TV called Saving Lives at Sea, which follows incidents with the lifeboat service across the UK and Ireland. And in a recent episode, there was a story of a swimmer swept out by a rip current. A lifeboat was dispatched, taking perhaps 15 or 20 minutes to get to the scene. Um, even assuming they could spot the swimmer in the sea swell, the lifeboat crew were very concerned that with the sea temperatures as they were, that that 15 or 20 minute journey could be too long. They traveled as quickly as they could and arrived at the scene to find not one swimmer, but three in the water. They could see that one of the swimmers was struggling more than the others. In fact, they wondered if they would even have time to save them. They could see she was drowning, but they managed to pull her in and then followed the other two people. It turned out that the additional swimmers had been seen the, the, the woman first dragged into the sea and had decided to follow her into the water uh, to save her. And if they had not done so, the lifeboat crew was certain that she would have drowned. The life of the swimmer was saved by the self-sacrifice of some unexpected saviors. In our reading, Simeon was living in the hope of an unexpected saviour, the Messiah, or as he refers to that saviour, the consolation of Israel. A psalm of Solomon from the first century possibly mirrored Simeon's prayer and hope. See, Lord, and raise up from, for them their king, the son of David, to rule over your servant Israel. Undergird him with the strength to destroy the unrighteous rulers, to purge Jerusalem from Gentiles who trample her to destruction. In wisdom and in righteousness, to drive out the sinners from the inheritance, to smash the arrogance of sinners like a potter's jar, to shatter all their substance with an iron rod, to destroy unlawful nations with the word of his mouth. At his warning, the nations will flee from his presence and he will condemn sinners by the thoughts of their hearts. Powerful words. Simeon looked to God for a savior who would redeem Israel and destroy the Gentile oppressors. That for him was the Roman forces. And at some point, I think, as I, as he, I think as he prayed, the Holy Spirit spoke to him and he was promised that he would see the Messiah before he died. We don't know how long Simeon had been promised this, nor how old he was, but the words he speaks in verse 29 suggest that Simeon was old, maybe towards the end of his life. 
but he has been moved by the spirit to go into the temple courts, we read, for a God appointed moment. And as a result, he meets with Mary and Joseph and with Jesus, whom they have brought to be consecrated to the Lord, according to Levitical law. I wonder at what moment he becomes aware that he's looking at the Messiah, the one he'd been promised he would see. I think it was perhaps as he took Jesus in his arms and looked at him. In that moment, he speaks words of prophecy, which could not have been more unexpected for Simeon to hear, let alone those around him. Even Mary and Joseph marvelled at what was said about Jesus. This Messiah was to be a saviour to all people, is the saviour to all people. Far from coming to destroy the Gentiles, as Simeon had prayed, Jesus was and is a light of revelation for Gentiles and for glory to God's people, Israel. An unexpected saviour indeed. So what does this mean for us? Well, Firstly, for those of us who already know Jesus as Lord and Saviour, I wonder when we pray, do we hear from the Holy Spirit? Do we hold on to his promises as Simeon did? God's ways are not our ways. Like Simeon, we can pray for what we want, but God will answer according to his will and his ways. Are we prepared to expect the unexpected and to step out? Simeon had to take that step into the temple courts for God's promise to be fulfilled. And second, coming back to the analogy of saving lives at sea, are you feeling in control at the moment, swimming comfortably? Or have you already been caught up in the riptide of life, swept out to sea, out of your depth, in danger of drowning? What we know is that at some point life gets tough because that's what happens in life. And when life gets tough, who will you expect to save you? Who will you turn to for help? For many people, the idea that we need a saviour goes against the grain. It smacks at weakness. I should be able to fight my own battles and maybe with the help of a friend or two, make it through. But I know from my own experience that sometimes we just get to a place where we have nothing left. We reach the end of ourselves. We feel lonely isolated, desperate, unloved. When I was in the depths, it was God who came to me when I called, and I found hope in Jesus, a thoroughly unexpected saviour to me. 
He came to me as he does to all mankind, full of grace. Not because I deserved anything from him, but simply because he loves me. In a sense, what we need to do is like Simeon, turn to Jesus, look, if you will, into his eyes and see him for who he is. As it was for me, he can become your unexpected saviour. He is an ever-present help in times of trouble, who swims in the water beside you and is ready to save and rescue you. In him, you will find hope, peace and joy. Like the unexpected saviours who risked their lives to save someone they didn't know, Jesus has already given his life for you. As we go into the new year, you maybe need to stop looking for hope in the things you know and think are certain and put your hope and trust in the one who already knows you, the one who will never leave you and never forsake you, because that is what he has promised. God is closer than you think.
Loving God, we thank you that you are always closer than we think. In this Christmas season, we pray that when we are weary, you will give us fresh energy. When we are sleepy, give us rest. When we are frustrated, give us calmness. When we are sad, give us comfort. When we are disappointed, give us hope. When we are happy, rejoice with us. When we are hopeful, give us the courage to share. In everything, turn us back to focus on you, the one who has given us all things through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Saviour. Amen. So that's it for this morning. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, huge thank you to those that have taken part. Um, it's the end of our service. It's the end of our Christmas services. Yeah. In fact, it's the end of our online services for 2020. I know, it seems such a shame, but the advantage of everything being online means you can catch up, you can watch it again, the Joint Church's carol service, uh, the Bible readings, the Christmas Day service, you can watch it and enjoy it and share it. And don't forget to, uh, to like and to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, that means you get notifications of what's going on so you won't miss anything next year. Uh, we have one more um, song coming, um, but before that we just want to wish you um, a very happy new year. Obviously it'll be quieter, maybe um, celebrations, but we do wish you a happy new year, whatever that um, will bring. Um, we hope that the uh, Brexit deal will bring good things. Um, we hope the vaccine will get distributed very quickly, but most of all, our hope is in our saviour, Jesus Christ. Happy new year. Happy new year, bye-bye. Today is the Savior's day. There's a cross on the ground, set a fire in my soul. Today everything can change. There's a flame in my heart that'll never grow cold. Today is the Savior's day. Though the path may be covered in virgin white snow, your starlight will guide the way. And the angels are singing, we are not alone. Today is the Savior's day. Go, tell it on the Da 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 da
Let the bells ring out on the Savior's day. Let the church. 